Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Tobias. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to take just a second to talk about Patreon. I know that there's a lot of you that support my content over there, and I really appreciate it. Uh, Recently, there's some controversy over something that Patreon did. I'm not going to get into uh, whether they're right or wrong about it. I'm going to completely stay out of it. All I want to make sure that I say is that if if you don't like what Patreon did, then feel free. Like I'm not going to be upset if you stop supporting my work on Patreon as a protest to what Patreon has done. I've already seen uh, probably five or six people uh, leave in response to what Patreon did. And I just hope that those people still feel like they're part of the community, even if they're not supporting on Patreon. I totally understand. Uh, this is out of my hands, and it's uh, it's falls squarely into what Patreon does. And I don't want anybody to continue contributing to um, Run Jump Stomp or Nintendo Switchcraft or 78 Degrees or whatever through Patreon if you don't like what they did. Some people has have asked, are you going to stop using Patreon? And my answer is no. And the reason I'm not going to stop using Patreon is because it is a known quantity. And I know that there's a lot of people who are still supporting through Patreon. And I don't want to cut off an avenue for me to get them... Um the things that that they earn through supporting uh, on Patreon, if that makes sense. Uh, So I just wanted to address it up front, and uh, now let's talk about video games. Have you experienced the awesome power of the Panasonic Real 3DO system? Well, everybody, there's a leak. There's a huge leak. I mean, it's ridiculous. Here's the leak. Are you ready for this? There's going to be a Nintendo Direct in January. I know. That's a real hot take right there. I mean, it was just uh, two days ago. Oh, it was, yeah, two days ago. It was the first. And I said, oh, look, Nintendo usually gives us a Nintendo Direct in January. And so I think that we'll probably end up having a Nintendo Direct in January. And uh, (laughs) uh, everybody now is talking and there I'm not saying that anybody got the idea from me because anybody that covers Nintendo probably all had the same idea. However, there there's this one source who wants to remain anonymous and they have said that there is a Nintendo Direct planned for January January. I'm working to gather more infor- information on it as of now. And they they didn't want anybody to to say who they were. Uh, They were told January 10th from one source. 
It has not been cross-checked between sources. Most of my other sources are still undecided on an exact date, but certain of a Nintendo January Direct. What a surprise. I it, Nobody is surprised that there would be a Nintendo Direct in January. There almost always is. And it makes a lot of sense for there to be one. This person who is leaking this information to uh, websites, I don't buy that for a second. I think that they are just somebody who's just making up information and saying, hey, my dad works at Nintendo, and he said that there's going to be a new Zelda next week. Uh, It's just the same stuff where people post things that they think are true, and some people pretend that they know something instead of admit that they're just guessing like me I'm just guessing I have no idea I'm just guessing that there's going to be a direct in January I don't pretend to know but there's always these people who pretend that they know what's going on uh so that they can you know build their social network or or I don't really get why what what the benefit is of pretending to know something because more often than not when you pretend to know something you're going to get it wrong now they're saying january 10th my guess was january 11th or 18th um who knows who's right they got a 1 in 30 however many days are in january they got a 1 in 31 uh 31 days in january i don't know i have to check now i can't just move on. Uh, yeah, there's 31 days in January. They got a one in 31 chance of getting this right. And, you know, they decided to roll the dice. I just don't understand why they're pretending. And, and people see this news, this leak that there's a Nintendo Direct coming in January. And then they, they, they get all excited about it. They get super excited because it says leak in the title. And I'm just tired of these fake leaks that they have no basis in reality. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this person, you know, maybe they work at Nintendo or work with a company that works with Nintendo and they have firsthand knowledge that they're going to be having a Nintendo Direct in January. But that's like guessing that it's going to rain in Hawaii. I used to live in Hawaii. It rains like every day. You know, I... I, I imagine some old guy sitting out there in a pineapple field and he looks up and says, boy, oh boy, my knee's hurting. Looks like it's going to rain today. Big surprise. It rains every day in Hawaii for like an hour and then it's beautiful the rest of the day. That's not a huge surprise and neither is the idea that Nintendo's doing a direct in January. So the idea of somebody just pretending that they have firsthand knowledge of it is ridiculous. And I would just take all leaks with a grain of salt because most of the time they're just people making stuff up dear atari anonymous my son boris has a missile command problem my mission in life is to save all of mankind so i completely missed this i meant to talk about this on the last episode of nintendo switchcraft and i just forgot i blanked on it uh there was all of these rumors going around about persona 5r and Persona 5R was like somebody had registered the domain uh, p5r.jp 
uh, or Atlas had registered it. So everybody was like, oh, what's this? Perhaps it's a Nintendo Switch version. And then Atlas made an announcement. Uh, and, and at the very beginning of the announcement, it showed like the PlayStation logo. And then showed like a little blurb that basically said, uh, we're going to have something to talk about with Persona 5R soon. And that was pretty much it. Now, there's a lot of people out there who were just assuming, myself included, we were all just kind of assuming that Persona 5 was going to be coming to the Nintendo Switch. And we based that on the fact that Joker from Persona 5 uh, is the first uh, the first new character that's been unveiled uh, for DLC at the Game Awards. They they had him show up and steal an invitation uh, to uh, with the Smash logo on it, and it was pretty much the biggest announcement of the Game Awards was the fact that Joker was coming to our Joker from Persona Five uh, was coming to uh, Smash Brothers as DLC later. Now, since then, uh, Mr. Sakurai has said that uh, he's not even playable at this point. They're still in the early stages of development. They've got a lot more work to do on him, um, but he's coming along nicely. Uh, So there's that. Um, But people assumed that when this P5R.JP was announced that it would come alongside the idea that it was coming to the Switch, that Persona 5 would be on the Nintendo Switch. And this video shows a PlayStation logo and says nothing about the Switch. So a lot of people were just assuming that means no Switch for Persona 5, but I don't think that that's true. I think that we can still assume that Persona 5 is going to be coming to the Switch. And that's mostly because Nintendo is probably holding back the Nintendo announcement until they have their January Nintendo Direct. Now, when when I, I assume that people at Nintendo would probably have liked it if this Persona 5R announcement hadn't already happened. Uh, they probably would have wanted it to show up in the direct first, but with the domain name registration leaking, I feel like perhaps Atlas decided that they wanted to put something out, or or maybe Sony said, "Hey, uh, we're gonna pay to pay you to make sure that we have a timed exclusive." I, I we don't know. What's happening with Persona 5R? We don't know if it's coming to the Switch. I would assume that it is based on just his inclusion in Smash. And, you know, there's a lot of people who have not played Persona 5, myself included. Um, There's a lot of people who've not played it because the only console that they have is the Switch. And that is a very quickly growing base of people who have the switch and a certain a, I'm sure that there's a significant percent of people who have the switch who don't have any other platform to play a game on and as that base grows and grows and grows 
I'm sure that that is a very appealing um, target audience for a company like Atlas to be able to bring a game like Persona 5 to the Nintendo Switch. So we always have to remember to temper our expectations. Just because Joker is in Smash Brothers or is coming to Smash Brothers doesn't mean that we're going to get Persona 5 on the Switch. However, I still think it's likely. Just because Persona 5R has been announced and the Switch hasn't been mentioned doesn't mean we're not going to be getting Persona 5 on the Switch. There are a whole lot of moving parts behind the scenes that we as video game players, we don't have access to and we don't understand the workings behind the scenes. And I'm sure that if Persona 5 is not coming to the Switch, I'm sure that there's a good reason. And if Persona 5 is coming to the Switch and they didn't announce it in this video, then I'm sure there's a good reason for that as well. And only time will tell. That being said, in in January, at the, it, it, at the rumored Nintendo Direct in January, if we don't hear something about Persona 5R, then I think that's time for some red flags to go up. So, you know, remember to take rumors with a grain of salt because we never know what's really happening behind the scenes. As Nintendo begins to take on new forms, it's important that we can measure how addictive they truly are. For those of you that don't know, I record this live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, and we were talking between... Uh, recording segments about uh, games that we're excited for uh, to come in 2019. And Kodiak Moonwolf in chat said, I'm really looking forward to getting the other Final Fantasy games on the Switch as well. And I'm kind of torn about whether or not I want to invest in those again. I have Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy IX, Final Fantasy X, ten, 10-2, all on my PS4. And I have yet to really play them. I mo- mostly I got them so that I could play them in the future when there's a lull. Uh, but I haven't really touched them. And I don't know that having them on the Switch would make me play them anymore. Um, that's, that's certainly my console of choice is the Nintendo Switch. But I don't know if I want to repurchase them all over again for the Switch just so that I can carry them around. And I'm curious as to how many of you out there who already own copies of these games are going to rebuy them once they come to uh, the Nintendo Switch. Because that's a lot of money to invest. I mean, I probably wouldn't have bought them at the time that I did, except they were a, like there was a PlayStation Flash sale, which happens all the time. It's a fantastic thing where there's constantly huge sales um, on PlayStation, and you can go through and buy stuff really, really cheaply. Um, and that's when I bought all those Final Fantasy games they're probably going to be full price on the Nintendo Switch. And 
even though I already own them on PS4, I'm tempted to pick them up for the Switch. And I'm curious what you guys think. If you are going to be rebuying these games, or if you've never played them before, and you'll be picking them up for the first time. I'm just curious as to uh, how well these Final Fantasy games are going to sell. And if I were to guess, I would say that they will all sell very, very well, but none of them will sell nearly as well as Seven because Seven is like this this darling that everybody adores, and it's not that it's that amazing. But at the time when it came out, it was groundbreaking and mind-blowing, and there was no other disc that spent as much time in my PS1 than Final Fantasy VII. It was my first Final Fantasy, and um, man, I spent so many hours. In fact, I played that game so much that I think the only thing I stopped for was I would pause it on Sundays so that I could watch The Simpsons. And the rest of the time, that's what was playing on my TV was Final Fantasy VII. It's such a great game. And uh, dang it, I may have just talked myself into buying it all over again. If you've never played it, Trine is this really, really cool uh, side-scrolling puzzle game that I originally played, I think, on the Xbox 360. I mean, it's a pretty old game. And it came to the Nintendo Switch in November of last year. But uh, there's also sequels. Uh, There's Trine 2, and then there's a third one as well. And there is a fourth one currently in development. Uh, If you've never played it, let me go over the, the just the general overall purview of what trine is basically you have a MacGuffin that you have to get and uh, you have three characters that you can use to to get it it reminds me a lot of the lost vikings which is a blizzard game that was on the super nintendo a million years ago like back when i was in middle school or maybe high school even uh but you hit a button and you can change between the characters. Now in Lost Vikings, you would put like the fat Viking here and the fast Viking here and the, the, the Viking that could shoot arrows over there. When you're playing Trine, you switch between the characters just like you do in Lost Vikings, except they're all together. So basically the three characters are a wizard. The wizard can do this cool thing where they can draw like objects in the world and then those objects will appear so you can like draw a big cube to jump on or draw a platform um there's a big fat knight who has like a shield ability and there's a bow and arrow lady who also has the ability to um swing across things and you use these three characters to overcome whatever puzzles happen to be in the game. And there's more than one way to solve the various puzzles. And they're really, really fun. Uh, Trine is a fantastic game with really, really cool art style. I love the visual style that Trine had. And that game came out in uh, November of last year for the Nintendo Switch. 
Well, we haven't heard much about the sequels. Well, um, Peggy, uh, which is the European, the pan-European game information ratings board. Basically, it's like the ESRB over in Europe. Uh, they recently rated uh, a game called Trinology, which is a horrible name. I hate that they call it that. They should just call it the Trine Trilogy. Uh, but the Trinology... Uh, they rated it as uh, for Peggy 12 for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, they have a release date of December 31st, 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 uh, December 31st, 2018. So clearly we've already missed that date. But this is something that I believe has been unannounced up until now. Um, if you are looking for a fun side-scrolling platforming game uh, with puzzles in it, uh, then I highly recommend you check out Trine. And if you do end up checking it out and you really, really like it, there's a good chance that we're going to be getting the other games uh, for uh, that system uh, or for the other Trine games on the Nintendo Switch system and... I'm almost 100% sure that Trine 4 will also come to the Nintendo Switch. I mean, this is a company that supported Nintendo in the days of the Wii U. So the idea of them bringing stuff to the Switch, which is an incredibly popular platform, is not outside the realm of possibility, seeing as how they supported Nintendo when they had like the least popular platform of all time, it seems like. Uh, not the Virtual Boy. I'm talking about the uh, the Wii U. Uh, but is Trine a game that you are excited for? Have you ever played the series? And if so, are you going to be picking up the Trinology uh, on the Nintendo Switch when it comes out, I would assume, sometime this year? Okay, it's time for the lightning round. I've got two stories that I want to add to the show that I really don't have much to say about, but I wanted to let people know. Um, there's the Spirit Board event coming out tomorrow, uh, the 4th on Friday. This comes from uh, Smash Brothers, uh, at Smash Brothers JP on Twitter. And uh, this is, it says, this is translated through auto-translate. It says, the Spirit Board event at Tsunamare, Famicom Spirits is held for three days on January 4th, Friday. Spirits that appeared on NES and the disc system have gathered, and if you win the battle with target spirits, you can get snacks more than usual. Now, I have spent zero time playing uh, the spirit board. I've, I've probably gotten one fight, and I was just like, I don't really get the appeal of going after these spirits. I know that you can fight with spirits online and you can also do it with friends, but it seems like it's unfair unless everybody has the exact same spirit number, if that makes sense. So I'm not motivated to go get these because I most people won't play that way online. Most people want the online fights to be as vanilla and simple 
as possible. People usually go for the Omega levels with no platforms, turn off all of the all of the level hazards, um, and obviously play without spirits. So this doesn't really appeal to me, except that I'm curious as to what uh, spirits are available. Now they show in the uh, in the image here, uh, Donkey Kong, there's Pauline, uh, there's some dude who I don't recognize with white hair. There's the, the Sam, Sam, Samuel, the bug, the bug man. I can't remember his name, uh, from Donkey Kong three, the balloon fight guy, uh, duck hunt, the clue, clue land guy, uh, the excite bite guy. And then this weird pink blob that I, I don't really recognize. It's not Kirby. Don't tell me it's Kirby. Uh, and then some some cowboy. And I, I don't recognize some of these characters, but it'd be really cool if Nintendo had all of the black box games represented. If you don't know what the black box games are, they are the original launch games. And then there were some afterwards, but the original launch games all had like these black boxes with uh, very... With, with art on the front that very well represented what the game would look like, which was a real big departure from what Atari had always done, where they had like hand painted uh, stuff on the front of their boxes. Nintendo decided we're going to show you what the game looks like uh, on the front of our box. And uh, I, I always loved the black box art style. Um, and it would be neat if they had every black box game represented. Uh, only time will tell. I mean, we'll probably find out tomorrow. And you, by the time you listen to this, you've probably already seen it and played some of it. But I figured there were some people who don't look at the spirit board, so they might not even notice. I know that for myself, when I boot up Smash, I always have like a little message waiting over on the on the right-hand side that's usually telling me something about the spirit board. I never look at it. I usually just ignore it and, and and go straight to online play and fight somebody on there. Uh, the other game, the other game, the other thing that I wanted to talk about is a ridiculous deal that's in the show notes. If uh, you make sure that you head to uh, runjumpstomp.com slash uh, 282, runjumpstomp.com slash 282, go to the show notes. There is a 400 gigabyte SD card on sale for $88.99. Now, this is usually $250. It's still expensive, but if you are anything like me, you probably have lots and lots of games on your Nintendo Switch, and I have been deleting some of them to make room for others, and then when I go to play the ones that I had deleted... I'm like, oh man, now I got to redownload it. I guess I just won't play that. So, um, you're paying basically four dollars. Um, after tax, you're basically pay- paying uh, four dollars per gigabyte uh, for your Nintendo Switch. No, four gigabytes per dollar. That's that's a much better deal. Uh, four gigabytes per dollar uh, for uh, an SD card for your Switch. This seems like an absolute steal. Um, just full disclosure, if you buy it using the link in the show notes, I do get an Amazon credit for that. But, you know, if you're looking to expand the storage of your Nintendo Switch and you haven't already done that, then 
this is a hell of a deal. And whether you use my link or not, you should probably pick this up because that's that is a ridiculously good price. It's 64% off. It's $161 off. Most, myself included, would say that it's way too expensive to begin with, but 88 bucks for that is really, really good deal. And if you're not interested in that, you can also buy a 64 gig card for 12 bucks, a 128 gigabyte card for $22, or a 200 gigabyte card for $40. Um, and I don't know why anybody would, but there's an eight, eight gigabyte card on there for $19. What a ripoff that is. Uh, but man, 400 gigabytes for $90. Sign me up. If you're going to spend your time playing video games, why not play them on something that can also teach you about computing? Get a Commodore 64 or VIC-20. That's it for today's episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Don't forget that if you want to check out the full show, come and hang out with us live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. We record it every, every Tuesday, Thursday at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get around to it. Uh, don't forget that I've got a YouTube channel where I've got a bunch of videos that I post. Sometimes it's gameplay, sometimes it's just, you know, the video from the podcast. But you can find that over at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. And if you're looking to support my content, there's a million ways to do it. Some of them are free, some of them are not. The easiest way is to head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you and uh, just find something there that you want to do. It'll definitely help out. Uh, thank you to everybody who's already supported. Thank you to the chat, uh, the chat room who, who've been hanging out with me while I've been recording the show. You guys are awesome. Have a have a great day and stay rad. I'll see you all next time.